yo so so do you want that to be my thing like you know make sure everyone gets like beverages and stuff because I'll, t- I'll i'll do that oh yeah that'd, that'd be fantastic i mean no, no doubt i can do okay. that yeah so uh all right well, cool so um let's do back. that again let's do that again what what do you mean Wait, are we uh did you want to start with that or? no we, we make we make the rules man this we, is, we, we, we started already we started already okay well my name is aaron what's your name my name is a what aaron aaron your name is the pebble I am the pebble. A.K.A. the word weapon. The word weapon. That's what they call me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yeah. you for uh, tuning in again. Yeah. This, this is, is to uh, teach one. To teach one. I feel like we should have like a little jingle, you know, with like some people man, singing. You better get out of here with that jingle stuff, man. <laughs> I still haven't quite forgiven you for the first yeah. jingle that we had, like the intro music. For those of you who listened to the first episode. Because you're watching like yeah. Dallas or something, you it, know, I don't know. I thought it was upbeat. It made me want to dance. You know, I mean, was, you can go check it out. That's uh, to teach one number one. Go listen to the intro music. Tell me what you think. I mean, now we have like a nice jazzy thing going on, but I kind of like the 70s sort of like disco rock vibe going on with number one. There's a lot of things I like about this, you know, 70s, but that, that was not, that, no. That, no. Okay. Well, you have to remember we're working with uh, free music. I mean, we do credit the uh, uh, artists, the artiste, but yeah. uh, we, we're not actually, you know, paying for the music. So, um, you know, I'd like to be able to use some some stuff that we enjoy listening to, but you have to pay for that. It's all good, man. We're going to be doing some upgrades, you know, in the near future. Oh, absolutely. A- everything. Yeah, we're going to be up to nine regular listeners. It's going to know change. It. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because when I went and looked at the stats, mm-hmm. okay, the analytics, it, the there's analytics. a lot more people that are listening than they are following us, yes. which is not irregular. But, you know, some of these, some of the biggest like YouTube stars, right? You'll hear them say from time to time they're like hey by the way i was looking at my analytics and it turns out a lot more of you yeah are just you know consuming the content but you're and, not you're not following us you know and uh you know it, you know yeah, we'd, li- we'd like that absolutely well and it's it's important right because that's how we can measure how well we're doing i mean it's it's definitely one way it's, you know yeah, to, it's to, great to, to, me- to get to measure, people yeah. to listen but yeah we want to be able to say these people are regular listeners People who actually enjoy the uh, the witty banter. Absolutely. So yeah, please please go ahead and follow us wherever you listen to the podcast, and uh, don't forget to let someone know. Yeah, tell your friends. Share it. Tell your mom. Comment. Call your dad. Call call your dad. Brothers and sisters, your aunts and uncles. Man, whoever. Yeah, the guy you met uh, on the the street. You know, if you're like standing next to somebody, right? You're you're out there and you're just having like a good old time walking down the street. Just remember to be like, hey. Just enjoying the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. You're like, I, I don't know you, but you should totally listen to this podcast. And then you learn something. It's entertaining. We have special guest stars. That's why they call you the word weapon. Yeah. You learn about the uh, dingoes going on in Australia. I mean, guys going back. The dingo limbs. baby army. <laughs> the dingo baby army. <laughs> All right. That was cool. Yeah. That All was right. Fun. All right. So, uh, yeah. To not do what happened last time Ooh, by the way got a little off track yeah let us know what, how you liked uh, you know episode number four uh things were slightly unhinged but yeah, we had absolutely. a lot of fun doing that one. Oh yeah it was a blast and uh, just um, remember uh if you haven't gotten your weekly dose of rookie therapy uh just uh hit us up on the website let us know absolutely we will uh talk to the uh the, the ricky himself Abs- yeah we and know see what we can do yeah He's completely uninterested at this point, but you know, if, perhaps if he had some potential customers, oh yeah, oh, um, yeah. you know, from us. Oh, and yeah, and he's tall and good-looking, ladies. Just to let you know, <laughs> nobody's roped him in yet. Oh man, 
he's already tall enough man don't 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 yeah he's a, he's a, don't, don't yeah. feed you know don't, don't feed, don't feed the beast man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know. Before we get too far, uh-huh. obviously, there's one person missing here. Yeah, we're, uh, we're missing uh, the wonderful Doris again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she's uh, she's hibernating. Yes, it's snowing outside. Yes, so you know, she she doesn't do snow. No, and hopefully next week we can return to uh, finish up our series on cancer. Absolutely, Very important. Yeah, part um, two of that discussion still upcoming. We're going to be talking about uh, general outline of what cancer is. Mm-hmm going to give some uh, more insight into the you know the major types of cancer we can't talk about all of them but we can you know touch on a few of the um, more prevalent ones yes. so to speak it's a very large topic very large but we're just going to touch on a few things yeah, fundamentals it's what we're about here yeah, to exactly exactly yeah. fundamentals um, what are we talking about today well according to the talking points here mm. because <laughs> we need those <laughs> <laughs> are you saying we might get off track a little bit um Dude, just careening wildly. Yes, yeah, they're talking about would, ice hockey and the forward pass and uh, the invention, yeah. the so-called <laughs> evolution to, to ice hockey. Um, hopefully, hopefully, no one we didn't make anyone mad with that. You know, that no, whole no, story. It, but it, it sounds very sounds very reasonable, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's reasonable. I have no proof that any of that is true, but right. it makes sense in my head, and that's what's important. True. Yeah. True. Because we make the rules, right? That's right. I mean, right well, here. That that is until some of you guys hit us up and you know. Yeah, tell us what's up. Let us know what's up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, today on the agenda, we're talking about this uh, this gym thing, right? Yeah. What are some of the reasons that people don't go to the gym or they stopped going? Right. Yeah, that's uh, it's an important thing. You know, a lot of people will. I think I think most people have tried to go at some point. They've thought to themselves, just like we talked about in episode number two. They're like, you know what? This is my year. I'm going to get in there, I'm going to start lifting weights, and in a couple months, I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or whoever your famous movie star is that oh, you want to look like, just you know? shoulder boulders, man. Yeah. And the thing is, is it, number one, you know, it's not quite that easy. And number two... What? Yeah. It's not? No. Well, what people forget is there is no magic formula, right? What? There, there is no magic formula. People like Arnold, most of your famous body, but in fact, all of your famous bodybuilders. That's a genetic thing, number one, right? So some people are just genetically predisposed to grow large muscles and to look good in that way. Thanks, 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 Aaron. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. And most people are not. You're talking about me, right? Oh, of course, yeah, 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 man. Look at those arms, man. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I do nothing. I do nothing for these. Well, no, we've all known those guys, right? I, I know uh, a couple. They look like they work out, even though they don't really work out that much. And when they do work out, they look phenomenal. They they look like they're on the cover of Men's Health, that kind of thing. Yeah, they just look. I mean, because I mean, yes, aesthetically they already look good. They may look aesthetically a little bit better, but I think there's also something about how healthy they look. You know, once they mm-hmm. get into actually looking out. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, and that's you know, it's one of those things where that's not going to happen that quickly. The first thing we wanted to uh, discuss, right, when we talk about this, was education. Right? Yeah, so it, it's a very important co- uh, component because it's uh, it actually will help you, first of all, reach your goals in a much safer and you know uh, uh, da, 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 sustainable, sustainable, sustainable you know manner, right? Right, you know, because when you go into the gym and you think I'm going to do this thing in two months. 
and you're going kind of for the wrong reasons. You want to look good and you want to look good quickly and you don't realize how the human body actually operates. Then you come in with some false expectations, some expectations that don't get met and mm-hmm. then you leave and you're like, well, it didn't work for me. And, you know, the, the reality is that the gym is important for everybody. Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like the gym. Because we talked well, no, about that. Yeah, whatever you, yeah, whatever you choose to work out, your bedroom, whatever. Yeah, but it's vital for health that you do some kind of physical exercise. Like the human body was built to move, right? Wait, so let me get this straight. We weren't just built to, you know, Netflix and chill? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, as fun as Netflix and chill is with some potato chips, you know, um, it's not really what the human body was built to do. Per- perhaps a friend? Yeah, yeah, nice... Uh, to help with the chill portion. Uh, snuggle bunny. <laughs> snuggle bunny. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, ladies, um, I am still single. You know what I mean? Hey. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's right. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> so the education <laughs> part is really, really important. Education is important. You know, testament to that is, uh, you know, I liked about what, you know, what you said about the expect, expectations coupled with the you know the safety issue right i remember when i went first got back you know to working out um it took a little while before i was actually back in the weight room and doing my own thing because mm-hmm. you know there was a couple of steps i took first i joined the gym i looked into what you know they had you know class wise because i wasn't very self motivated Right. Uh, I talked about that in uh, yeah. episode one. Yeah. And you were so, on a team, right? Ex- ex- well, exactly. I, I, was, I played team sports. So I had people directing me, you know, luckily. Um, and I had to figure out how to, you know, f- do it on my own. So I took a couple classes. First one, I absolutely, I was whooped. Okay. I have not, I still remember how vividly I hated <laughs> everything. Air. I mean, anything and everything was just, I, I hurt so bad, Aaron. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. This little this it was one of the one of those uh, tiny uh, trainers. She's a this is there's this girl who trains at uh, Twentieth Street. Mm-hmm. You've you've probably seen her around. She's not to be trifled with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's very loud. And and, and 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 you know halfway through you're just wondering why the hell did I sign up for this? Yeah. You're like, is this supposed to be fun? Am you I know, am I getting healthier at the r- moment? Exactly. And then yeah. you're looking around and you're thinking to yourself, wait, am I the only one who's like completely you know, just l- suffering right now. Yeah. And it seems that way because no one else is like dying. Know, yeah. Look, well, it looks like they're dying. Well, and, and that's interesting because we're kind of talking about our first three points. They all kind of roll into one, right? So number one, if you go in too hard, too fast, absolutely. I think that pushes people away, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because of one pain factor. Pain. Right. And you're so sore the next day. You're like, well, I'm not doing that again. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard. To, it's really difficult. Yeah. And it will be. Actually, for, for more for than while. one day, it'll yeah. be probably the first week. Well, and maybe even like the first uh, month. Well, yeah, absolutely. For It just depends. For me, it was about, for me, it's usually like about a week. Yeah. Or nowadays, a lot less than that. Like probably like, you know, two days, maybe a maximum four. Yeah. If I really switch really things push up. It. Yeah, depending on what you do. and Exactly. How. And I know for me, you come to regard that soreness. Well, it becomes less, number one. And you become used to it, and you see it as a as sort of a sign of success. Like no, no not in the beginning. Not in the beginning. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, yes. <laughs> well, and that's what I wanted to talk about because uh, I have spoken with several gentlemen, you know, over the years, and I did my own research into you know 
uh, bodybuilding and how it works. Right. Because I started off like everybody else did, and I'm by no means uh, a physical specimen. I, I look decent, but I'm not a bodybuilder. However, so I did some research into it. Number one, I came to the conclusion that routines meant for guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger, professional bodybuilders who oftentimes um, supplement just good nutrition mm -hmm. with uh, steroids. It's an issue. Right. Those routines aren't, aren't for the average person, right? So that's number one. And you have to realize, number two, how muscle is built, right? So when you're in the gym, so many guys have this illusion that I'm going to do the training like Arnold and I'm building muscle in the gym when you're not. Well, no, but there's a reason why they think that, though, because you get that pump, right? Yes. And, you know, for some people, it's actually noticeable right yeah. then oh, that, yeah, you know, I you're kind tell. of puffed yeah. up and stuff, right? That's because blood is being pumped mm -hmm. into your muscle fiber. That's, you know, why they, you know, they talk about getting a pump. Yes. And that's only one part. It's only one component of... Right. Yeah, that's not actually building muscle. That's just more blood flowing to the area. Exactly. Pro tip, about to go on a date, do yourself, like, 20 push-ups, you know? Some yeah. pull-ups if you can. Mm -hmm. Get that nice pump going on. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying it can help. Yeah. It can help. But that's not where muscle is built, right? So that's the pump. That's blood flowing to the area because you're actually damaging your muscles when you work out on right. purpose. Right, right, You're creating small, very, very tiny tears in the tissue of the muscle. And then you rest. Mm -hmm. You eat properly. Mm -hmm. And the muscle rebuilds itself just slightly stronger than it did before. Right. And and more of it, that's why you get bigger. So what I'm hearing is you don't just lift the weights and think magic happens, even though you do get a pump. What you have to do after that is couple it with good nutrition, followed by sleep. Sleep which, is Which necessary. really is, I mean, nutrition is definitely at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. I mean, sleep is very, very vital. And I don't think enough people talk about that part of it. Some people talk about it like, you know, it's some like miracle. And it, it, it might be actually the the missing component for some people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that's the one thing they're doing wrong. It, you know, that's why they're not seeing results. Yeah, because if you don't give your body enough time to rebuild itself, it's not going to. Absolutely. Right? Speaking of rebuilding, mm -hmm. going back to the, you know, going too hard, too, you know, too soon. Sure. You know, sometimes the problem is when you're going hard, right? Because, you know, maybe, I mean, you know, you, you might be in decent shape, but your muscles aren't used to that, you know, getting that kind of, uh, ex you know, being exerted, exerting yes. themselves that much, right? So in my case, what happened was I was just, I was working out in the gym, doing really well. I decided to go up on weights because I felt like I could do it, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing was wrong then. But the next day, it was over, man. And yeah. I'm not just talking general soreness. I found out that I'd actually injured myself. Oh, wow. And then that just takes time. And time and time, Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and I, taking it slow is not a bad idea. I've been there. I was in a, a situation where I had some friends who were way more advanced than I was. This is years ago. And I worked out one day and I was very sore. And their advice, you know, we were we were in our 20s. We didn't know any better. Their advice, oh, you got to work through it. Just work through that soreness. So I did. I literally could not extend my left arm for like a week. It was like I could not extend my bicep out all the way. Like it just wouldn't happen. I was so sore. Mm. And what did I do? I didn't work out for a long time after that. <laughs> and that's what happens. You know, you go in, you're so enthusiastic. There's oftentimes in sports this perception that playing through the pain. And sure, if you're getting paid $60 million a year, play through the pain. True, right? yeah. 
if you're just uh, trying to look better and uh, and get a little bit more uh, in shape, don't play through the pain. Pain is an indicator nah. that you need to stop. Yeah, some, some, something's up. Yeah. So listen to your body. Listen to your body. Yeah. A little soreness is one thing, but, you know, don't uh, give – that soreness is, means your body is still rebuilding. So give it time to do that. Yeah, there's a difference between soreness and, like, you know, like I might have injured myself. Yeah, and and – you can learn that difference. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully not the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, and, you know, injury is a part of, of working out. You're going to probably pull a muscle or something at some point. Oh, yeah, but that's different, too. It's different, yeah. And, and, you know, to that point, even though you've, you know, done your best to educate yourself, right. use the people that are around you at the gym. Yes. Okay, because they will be able to tell you, okay, fine, you know, maybe try moving like this, you mm-hmm. know, because they're around this stuff all the time. Yeah. They can help you identify, you know, one from the other. Yes. Um, all right. Usually uh, sharp pain is an indicator as opposed to just dull soreness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, another reason that I used to find that I didn't go to a gym was I thought I didn't have time. And I know a lot of people, They all, that is an excuse that I hear a lot. I hear, they're like, well, you know, I want to work out, but I have all these things going on. Mm-hmm. And it was really about prioritizing my time. Got to give my cat a bath this evening. Yes. Now, if you're a new parent or or something where you really don't have time, that's different. Yeah, that's a totally different Totally situation. different thing. But most people, most people have time. It's about prioritizing the time because they don't think of exercise as something necessary. They think of exercise as a luxury. And it really isn't. If you want to be there for your loved ones 10, 20, 30 years from now, you want to be healthy into old age, all the studies. There is no study that says, you know what, uh, helped out uh, Joe to get to 90 and still be moving around. True. What's sitting on the couch? No. Well, jo- no, no, no. Actually, that, that's a know? great point because, okay, so you look at uh, some of the healthier you know, um, older folks mm-hmm. that live in, you know, so for instance, Doris is our uh, in-house clinician. Yes. She works exclusively with, uh, you know, the geriatric uh, population, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the amount of activity and the things some of these people are doing, I mean, there's some mental degeneration to some point and obviously physically, right? Yeah. You know, they're, they're really quite, quite old. Yeah. I mean, my... She she considers some of the ones that are like seventy something as the young ones, which is, right, which yeah. is always hilarious, right? And the reason, some of the part of the reason why that is, is because of the lifestyle they lived. Okay, when they were kids or when they were growing up, guess what? They were doing stuff. Yes, because that's how it was always meant to be. When in the beginning, we had to chase our food, chase the food. So yeah. at, the, at that point, exercise was a luxury. Yes, you, well, you didn't need that. You didn't need. I don't think anyone you was had like. Oh, I did. I didn't get to do my reps in. Gets my reps right, yeah. in today, bro. Nobody was no, doing push-ups. No, no one was like you know crying over that. You know, they had to like chase down a mammoth, right? And, and hit it with a <laughs> bunch of sticks and spears. Exactly. And, yeah, everything. Physical exertion was necessary to sustain life, and in our present society, it's not. And we get busy with all these other things, and you think, well, I have this that I want to do and that that I want to do. Everybody. Everybody who isn't in a situation where they, you know, have a small child or something like that can find 45 minutes um, to uh, to work out. Like, it's just not that difficult to find that kind of time. And maybe you can't go to a gym, but I guarantee you, you could come home and and rock out like three sets, of 20 push-ups, do some sit-ups, yeah, you, run you, around you, the yeah, block. You can do a little like, you know, routine at the house. You know, there's definitely ways to, you know, get around that. The internet is a great resource. 
just get online, you know, type in home workout or something like that. Boom. Just get at it, man. Oh, man, what you sipping on, man? What you sipping on? Um, ladies and gentlemen, for a refreshing <laughs> break, uh, please uh, choose some sparkling mineral water. Mm, yes. mineraling, mineraling water? Uh, mineraling water. It's a new thing. A lot of people drink mineral water. I drink mineraling water. What's the difference? Uh, lots of ling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would mention the brand, but they don't pay us. Yeah. Yet. Uh, yet. Right. We're uh, soon to be uh, sponsored by uh, Mineling Water. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really hope so. Yeah, we have fun. I, have fun. I consume enough of that stuff. I think I think it, it, would, it, would, it would just be right. Yeah, you do drink a lot of mineral water. In fact, you introduced me to drinking some mineral water. Although I used to, like I talk about, I used when I was switching over from soda, I used to put... Uh, fruit juice and mineral water but then i you know stopped but now it's, it's kind of you know i drink a lot of water so it's mm-hmm. a nice break to include a little sparkling water in your water intake true that um you know so we were talking about how everybody could find time right so that's not really a reason that's a reason that people use because they just don't want to go because they haven't really thought about where their priorities are and if you have children, mm, if you right. have people you love, you owe it to them to be as healthy as you can be. Plus, let me tell you, you are going to be happier. You feel better. Hey, man, feel good hormone. Yeah, it happens. Like the runner's high, the, the that stuff, that's a real man. thing. Endorphins are real, and they are better than anything that you could get at the supermarket. They're powerful. Or here in Colorado, we have some other stores. And <laughs> they, are, they are better than that. And yeah. they're, they're, they're nature's way of rewarding you. And also, nature's way of taking away some significant amount of pain that occurs. That, that's very true. Because yeah, you're putting your body through some serious stuff that releases those endorphins so that you don't feel that pain. Yeah, when you're trying to pull a David Goggins. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, that, that man is amazing. How, but what kind of endorphin like release happens in his There's system? There's no talent. Like if, if you experienced happy. his level of... Because yeah. that dude has ran with the craziest injuries. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting to me because uh, yeah, I run uh, 10 to 12 miles on a Sunday, right? Sometimes 14, 15 yeah, you're on a, a regular basis, right? Yeah, well, And people are like, wow, that's amazing. And then I hear about David Gogan's running like, you know, people who run seven. I was, I saw a sticker. You know how they have the 13.1, 26.2. This, this van had a sticker on it that had like 70 something next to all those other stickers. And Whoa. I was like, I had to, uh, I had to wave at that guy. I had to give him the salute because <laughs> that Dude, is, I can't even run a nuts. marathon yet. That's there are people nuts. that run marathons a couple, a few times a year just mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. David Goggins did the, the most back to back like marathons and, and no, and actually ultra marathons. Yeah. Ultra marathons. Ultra marathons. Do you know the story of how, they, why they call it a marathon? Oh, you know what? I do know this story, but I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people that don't. It, it's interesting. So it comes from ancient Greece. Yes. There was a battle that Athens... Sparta. Oh, wait, not no, Sparta. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, they might have been fighting the Spartans. I think they might have been fighting the Persians. So, But anyway, so it was a place called Marathon, right? And they won the battle against all expectations. Mm-hmm. And so they sent this guy, I don't know his name, um, to but, run back. To, they're like, run back to Athens. Call him Sam. So they sent Sam. Samius. Uh, Samius. Yes, yeah. Samius. They sent Samius uh, back to Athens. They were like, run, fast as you can, back to Athens. Tell him we won. Give give him the good news. So that's what he did. And the distance back to Athens was... 
26.2 miles. Correct. Ah. And that's where we get the total. But do you know what happened to Samius after he ran back? Poor Samius. Poor Samius. Samius dropped dead. So people run for fun. Well, okay, so here's yeah. the thing, though. See, we don't know the rest of the story. Maybe he had, you know, he had, he had taken a couple slashes and stuff. That's true. We don't really know. Because they were in battle. Yeah, they were in So it makes battle. sense. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, people don't just drop and die all every time they do a marathon nowadays, right? No, they don't. So, so I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking there was although, something else going on. Although, have you ever seen some people finish the marathon? Like, And that's Dude. what scares me. Like, I was in training. I really wanted to do the marathon this year. But, you know, I when I got up to 15 and I did 15 miles yeah. in a row, yeah, right, I was not right for about two days. Like, it totally sapped me. And I was, you know, eating along the way, like you say you're supposed to, and yeah. keeping, my, keeping my carbs up still. Like, that's an impressive achievement. So that's what I mean when I, yeah, 10, 12 miles, great. But, man, those those people, uh, men and women hitting the 26.2, and the that, that's just truly impressive. And, you know, how do they get that way? Right, because they trained. Right? Everybody had a starting point, right? So they put aside this idea that they didn't have time to prioritize their physical fitness, and then it became fun for them, and the next thing you know, they're starting to run marathons, which is kind of my story, even though I'm not quite to the marathon uh, yet. Yeah, you're doing pretty damn good, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting there. Um, and one of the things also that I've been able to do is to prioritize my money, because a lot of people will tell you, hey, I can't join the gym, or I can't get involved in that activity because I don't have the money. And while it may be true that you can't join the fancy gym with the spa and everything like that, most, if not all, uh, localities in the United States at least, and I would imagine in other countries, there's a rec center nearby. Like your tax dollars already pay for part of it, and they just want you to contribute a little bit. Yeah. And you can join that rec center, and those people are down to earth. They like we go to the 20th Street Rec here in Denver. Yeah, shout uh, out to shout Bridget, out. Bridget and everyone over there. Uh, it's just a superbly run place. Yeah. And the people all want to help. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of place that you want to find. But if I couldn't go to the 20th Street Gym, I don't run there all the time. You can walk out your door and find a place, find a park, do something. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I did it, I just started by, you know, running in the neighborhood. Those I just created a little loop that I, you know, yeah, I, I, remember I, that. I created as my, my goal. I didn't even make it all the way around. I did like a block. Then I'd like power walk the next block and then I'd run again. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. You know, and that's where I started, you know. So, you know, saying that you don't have time or money, again, it just goes back to the prior- prioritizing. Yeah, you it's, know, it's find all about time, priorities. Find money. Uh, I decided to scale back my, you know, shoe collecting and, that, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I save, I save, I save aggressively. I do the things. I, I manage my money pretty well. Yeah, but you do. I, when it comes to shoes, that that part, side of things with the shoes and stuff, I was like, "Listen, you know, relax on all that. You can spend your money a better way." So I decided yeah. to, you know, just you, eat eat buy better food. Yeah, you do buy some very good food, and you know, your your nutrition game is on point. Whole fruits and vegetables. Well, it, it's on point until it's not. Well, that's true, and we I all have my have, moments. Yeah, we all do, and I think so. that's important. Like running after Oreos, like that's important. Like having a, a treat occasionally. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, you know, you can definitely choose your uh, treats, you know, uh, a little bit better, too. That, well, that, that that's true. I mean, I would say, you know, anything with a bunch of saturated fat and stuff like that, probably not your best treat. But if you have a couple, you know, no big deal. Yeah, if you're not just the, going to hammer, right. it should it, be okay. The important thing is, what are you spending your money on? For instance, just as an example, 
we talk about shoes in your shoe collection, which it's very impressive, by the way. <laughs> a lot of people think, well, I can't afford a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. And, and we used to have this discussion. Oh, man. And are, we, are we going here? Just a little bit, just okay. for a minute, because what you pointed out to me was, was truly interesting. Uh-huh. You can spend, if you look at how much does it cost you every time you wear a pair of shoes, right? So you could buy a, a cheap pair of shoes. So you're talking about cost per wear. Cost per wear, right? Right. Okay, you can, go ahead. You can buy a cheap pair of shoes, mm-hmm. and in a year and a half, there's going to be like a hole inside or, or something because it's just cemented together, and then it's done. Yeah, because also the materials aren't good enough quality for it to be recrafted. Exactly. Right. Whereas if you buy a more expensive pair of shoes, you can wear them and then the the equipment or the quality of the equipment uh, that they're made with or the materials is good enough to where when when something goes wrong or you wear the sole out, you just get it remade. It doesn't cost you as much. Yeah. And you, you'll have that pair of shoes the rest of your life. Well, look at your body the same way. Yeah, absolutely, man. And your body is crucial right Mm -hmm. and keeping it in good shape right is is you know the most important thing you can do everything else you accomplish in your life begins with physically being able to do it true and mental acuity uh, also rolls into that so it's it's very important and now you know i wanted to talk to about one of the things that used to keep me out of the gym when i was younger and now that i'm a little bit more self-confident a little more uh you know comfortable in my own skin yeah as a full-grown adult, yes. I don't really even think about it. Mm-hmm. But I certainly did when I was younger. And that is, I thought when I was going to the gym and I didn't look all ripped and jacked and, and ah. all that, that people were judging me. But, I mean, that's that's a common misconception with so many different things, right? People think that they have to be at a certain level to, to even engage in anything. Yeah. Right? And I think that Part of it is insecurity, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and then also sometimes, you know, some of that is self-sabotage, right? Maybe you're not completely into doing, you know, this thing, right? It's an easy out. It really is. It's an excuse that you can tell yourself. Exactly. To not ever start. Yeah. I mean, for example, if we thought about it like that, we'd never be here doing the podcast right now. That's right. You know, we have never done this before. Never. But we have decent, we have, we have pretty, de- you know, good conversations amongst ourselves. And yeah. we're like, you know what? Maybe people would like to hear what, you know, we have to say about, you know, this topic, right? Yeah. And we had a passion for healthcare and, and health. And Absolutely. And it's, it's a real thing, you know, you yeah. know, in our own, you know, day-to-day lives. These yes. are things that we're talking about. We know we're, we're exploring, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of give each other, you know, ish about, you know, stuff, stuff that has to do with this. Yes, we do. It's a... Uh, you know, it's, it's something we actually, you know, do from day to, on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, to, to your point, we'd never have started this and actually done it to the point where we can look back one day yeah, and be, and be like, yeah. wow, first right? of all, we sounded like crap first, in the beginning, uh, yeah. right? We yeah. thought we were just killing it, right? <laughs> but hopefully it gets better every time. Well, and that's the thing. And, you know, and, when we talked about it, we're like, yeah. listen, the only way we're going to be able to do this is jump on it, is jump on it and do Just it. Just do it and really drive ourselves to do it. Drive ourselves to produce content. To, to not just wing it. I mean, number four last week was great, but we don't want to do that every week. No, absolutely not. You know, we want to talk about things that are important. We want to have fun with it. Yeah. But like we're doing tonight, we want to talk about a, a subject that will intrigue people or maybe it hits on something that's going on in their own lives. Right. And it's also something that's going on in our lives. Yeah. 
because we're all humans and we all go through the same journey of life and oftentimes uh, run into the same difficulties, right? So I used to not want to go to the gym because I didn't look like guys that had been in the gym for a year and a half or two years or five years. Mm. Well, the thing is, it's like when I started running, like I could not run a block. Like you talked about that. That's exactly how it was. But I just didn't stop. I, you know, I, I remember when two miles used to kill me. Yeah, two miles. Two miles is it's still not like the easiest part of the of of you know of any run. No, no, the no. The first, first two miles, first couple are difficult. Yeah, they're once they're, I hit like you know four or five, I'm good. Yeah, but yeah. typically by then your body has kind of switched over, and yeah, I, I, I don't know what it. happens. And then you know you're just like, cool. Maybe it's the endorphins really starting to pop. Kind or something. of, yeah. Well, I know I've done a little bit of reading. There's something that happens around you know at the 10, 12 minute mark when you're exerting yourself. Um, you know, uh, physically, but that's, that's another, uh, episode. Hopefully at some point, um, we'll have a physical trainer or somebody in here to talk more oh, about no doubt. The, the biology of working out. Cause it's fascinating. Yeah. Give us some insight but, into what's actually happening. But the important thing is, is to realize if you're thinking about going to a gym yeah, and you don't look like you've been going to the gym that to remember that every single one of those people that are in there at some point was you, mm-hmm. they start day one. Right? They might have been younger. They might have started off with more physical advantages, but they started off not understanding what was going on, right? Not really knowing what all these, uh, what this equipment was for, not really right. knowing what routines they should follow. Yes. They all started off on that journey. And I guarantee you, even though they may look intimidating because they, they lift a lot of weights, they're more than happy to help. They love to see, like, who doesn't love to see somebody engage in an activity that they also love? You know, you don't see runners out there going, are you running? You know, no. But some for some reason, like bodybuilders and that kind of thing, they get this image of, of because they're big, somehow they're mean or something. But trust me, when you walk into a gym and you're brand new, I would say 99% of all those people have mad respect for your ability to walk in there and yeah. be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I want to do it. And trust me, and we've seen this, oh, yeah. the longer that you go... And you're going to make improvements. You just keep at it. You're going to make improvements. Those people see you doing that, mm-hmm. and they respect you more and more. Next thing you know, you've made some buddies. You've made some friends. You know the staff. And it becomes part of your routine. Yeah, it's a community, man. Yeah. And some people, what, what we find interesting is people are there for different reasons, right? So some people are in there really trying to get their, their groove on. You know, some people are there for some different reasons, which brings us to our, our next topic of um, why some people don't like the gym, right? We we uh, we affectionately refer to them as the uh, gym bros. Well, I mean, okay, so so the bigger discussion really, and it's a big one. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the the bigger discussions you can have about being at the gym or in any um, like let's say fitness related community, right? Right. Is the culture the culture? You know, uh, <laughs> as you said. The gym bros, okay. So let's let's liken it to kind of you know to like the quad or the you know like the little yeah right the quad high at, in high school. You mm-hmm. know, you just look around and you know it's so funny because we didn't necessarily we didn't have um, clicks like they exist here when I when I was back home in Kenya going to school. Really, I mean, obviously, you know, that's something that happens everywhere, right? But the here they're so defined. It's so it's so funny because you see, like, you know, the dudes, uh, the guys in the in the ponchos in the corner, right? And they're freaking hack, you know, they're hacking it up, man, oh, playing right, hacky right. sack. Yeah. Okay. Then you see, you know, the jocks, you know, they're mm-hmm. over there doing their thing. Um, 
you know you see all these the punks, all these, the you, punks know, you know yeah. like all these Skater the skaters days. exactly yeah. The, it's so interesting to see how well defined those groups are mm-hmm. and it's no different in the gym. No, that's true. Okay, there's a few different characters that you can definitely like, you know, single out in the gym. You were telling me an interesting story about how you, there was this gym that uh, at some point you wanted oh, yeah. to, to start working out, but this gym... Uh, th- these guys, well, well, I didn't realize at the time. I mean, <laughs> looking back on it, I'm, I'm like 100% certain they were on steroids, but... It was right around the corner from my house, and so was the little convenience store that I worked at back in Texas. And they would come in, and it was intimidating because they weren't very nice. And you got this sense like you didn't want to walk into that gym unless you were huge and already like just, you know. And I was not that guy back then. Yeah. And it totally dissuaded me from going to that gym. Now, what we're talking about is working out without getting steroids. There is a whole culture in the bodybuilding world right. where steroids are considered acceptable. I've had some friends who who use them and, and I can just tell you I watched them change. Like yeah. it, you pump that kind of stuff into your body, it changes who you are as a person. Just no So doubt in that it. situation, like th- th- that was the culture at that gym. Yeah, that was the culture. And so it dissuaded you yes. like so you're like okay, cool, not my gym. Not no. my gym, right. But, but there's there's other situations outside of that where it's not oh, yeah. quite as like bad. So you're looking at you know, situations where you come, you know, in contact with the non-steroid using gym bros, like, you yeah. know, the, aka the meatheads. The right? meatheads, they're there. And they usually travel in packs and they work out together and one of them will be like pumping the other guy up while he's working out. And it, it's kind of interesting because it's not how we roll. But I used to never go to a gym without somebody like that, like an encourager. Right. Yeah, it's it's very useful to it have. It can be that totally person. useful, yeah. Mine was Jacob, but was uh, you know the, the white yeah. shark for the longest time, man, because he's just, he'd he'd start talking, he'd start talking, you know, talking that stuff all the way from the freaking house, <laughs> yeah, all the way until the gym and after. I mean, <laughs> I had no choice, man. But even he will talk about like the, the the guys at the gym that are just annoyingly like that way, and they may be wonderful people, but when they're in the gym, you kind of laugh at it because they're usually younger. And they're usually just like so enthusiastic about it. Right. And there's a little bit of the hormones going on, you know. So there's those guys. Right. Then there's also, let's see, who, who else are we looking at here? We've got the uh, the silverback. The silverback. Okay. This is, this. that word is not meant to be derogatory or anything. It describes the more distinguished gentleman. Yes. In decent shape, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, been working out for years. Been working out for years, right? And you can tell. You're like, oh, holy yeah. crap, man, this dude... Like, you know, if I was out, you know, at dinner or something and I just happened to mistakenly talk some crap to this guy. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. And I'm getting it. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't really realize because they, they look a little bit older. Yes. In the face. And then you see him in the gym and you're like, man, you've been doing this for like 15 years. Man, you are strong. <laughs> yeah. You would destroy me. <laughs> right. You know, and I, and I love seeing that, you know, but then, the, the, the you know, the flip side to that is sometimes that guy at the gym is also like the biggest pain in the ass. Like no one likes. The, sometimes you find one of those guys who no one likes because he like he likes to try to like come around and like you know kind of peacock around and like you know try and punk people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like he's just he's just there to cause trouble. Like it's part of wh- why he goes to the gym. <laughs> right. He's he's known. Like you know yeah, he's he's yeah. that guy. Yeah. You know, and Jake, man, Jacob, Jacob, there's this one guy at his gym. <laughs> man, Jake, Jake I, I don't, I don't understand how you know Jacob held it together, man. Because when I went to uh, to the uh, to work out with Jacob, mm-hmm. uh, when I spent the night at his place, 
I saw that guy. And that guy was like, you know, he was giving me looks, but he didn't do all these things that Jacob has. Like, he, Jacob's told me some stories about this dude. Yeah. And I'm not sure how someone hasn't, you know, rearranged to hit the guy's face. Right. Yeah, because he's the silverback, though. Like, you have to, like, you would have to go next to him and lift more than him. And then he'd be like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's one of those yeah, it's, situations. It's, it's kind yeah. of primal. And that's the thing about the gym, too, is it's a, it's a primal situation. People lifting heavy stuff. Doing heavy things. Well, true. I mean, you know, Billy Jim Bob would love it. He's he's an alpha. Yeah, he's an alpha know, male. But he's 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 also just a complete kind of a jerk. Yeah, he's a let's, jerk. Let's face it. Yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah, um, you know, and that's uh, who who else is kind of a jerk? And this can be anybody if they're not paying attention. But but it's hilarious when we walk in there. Oh yeah, and man. and there'll be a guy who's on like a complete circuit routine in a packed gym. And he's got his towel sitting on this thing over here. He's on this thing over <laughs> here. He's got a mat laid out for him to do some Pilates right in the middle of everybody. Yep. And you're just thinking to yourself, do you, <laughs> to not, do some Pilates. you know, do you not realize that there's a bunch of people here ready to work out and you're you've got your stuff on three different things and everybody's usually trying to be polite and this guy just doesn't get it. That, you know, you have to know what, what's going on at the gym. Yeah. If it's six in the morning, there's nobody there, man. Circuit train all around. No, but that's if the it's thing. Noon. He's he's there at, at, for whatever reason. Yeah. He's doing this at peak hours too. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's so funny because you end up having to work around him, or you just kind of get polite and a little bold too, and you're just like, hey man. Dude, no, you have to. You have to. Just hey man, can I? I'm going to use this yeah, while you you're have over to be there. Assertive. Yeah. You know. And and it's cool because most of the time they don't really realize it. They're just not thinking about it. People tend to be, and this is going to be a shock to uh, to Adrian, given uh, our line of work. But people can be very self centered. They don't mean to do it. Mm. They're just not really thinking about other people. They're like, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then once you point out to them, um, hey, I'm kind of jump in there and do. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, no problem. Right. right. But it's definitely an issue, and it's part of the culture thing where people will go and they. If you don't know and you're not used to it, that can dissuade you from doing a workout that you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it actually completely messes up your workout because let's say you're you're used to doing something in a specific, you know, like order Mm -hmm. because it makes sense for how you're training, right? right? right. Yeah, you know, and and that stuff happens. But anyway, long story short, do not monopolize. Don't monopolize. The equipment at the gym. It's typically, typically it's a rule that's, you know, that's stated. And, And I think for me, the rule is... Let's say I'm using a certain machine and I want to do a few sets. I don't leave that machine. If I leave it and somebody hops on it, that's that's the way it works. Like that's fair game, right? Um, so along with that, there's the phone guy. Phone guy is almost the same. <laughs> yeah, right? phone guy could be the, the um, monopolizer, except for he's not taking up. You know, he's not he's not doing the circuit thing and you know trying to monopolize several pieces of uh, workout equipment. He is just kind of sitting there. You know, probably came to the gym because you know it's a social thing, mm-hmm. or he just wanted to get out the house. Maybe he wants to you know just bird dog some yeah, some, of the, some, some of the some of the yeah. women, right? You know, and okay, I get it, right? right? But you know, the good thing is more often than not they're nice enough to just kind of be like, oh, you know, like you said, it's not they're not just they're trying to be jerks, right? Right, they just don't realize, but, it. but they're coming off that way. You know, they're still annoying. Yeah, but. You know, they'll move on if you ask them. Yeah, it'd be about your business at the gym. I mean, if you got to take a quick phone call, that's fine. But, you know, you don't want to be the cause of anybody else not uh, wanting to go. And these are all just some things that we've noticed at, at our gym and the gyms that we've been to in the past. Yeah. So, you know, just to rattle off a few more 
of these people. Conversation guy. Okay. Hey, uh, conversation uh, guy. Uh, yeah. So what's going on with you and like this and that? I mean, and these guys are usually very friendly <clears throat> guys. But they don't realize that I'm there for a purpose. Like, I have a limited amount of time to work out. I got to get it in. Exactly. And You've done your warm-up. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, a little conversation is fun. But as soon as somebody, like, if you're that guy, because <laughs> I've done it. Because sometimes I want to talk, right? And I'll yeah. be talking to somebody, and, and then they start to work out. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's my signal. Yeah. Well, at least you know that. There's, there's the guys now, the, the, the people we are talking about that are, you know, can be a deterrent. These guys will follow you. Oh, sure. And even to the point where, you know, I'll, I'll start working out. I'll start getting my reps in. Be done. And they're still standing there talking to me. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, I was really enjoying the song I was listening to. I, you know, I decided to speak to you because actually, you know, I like you and your conversation is yeah. good. But we're not supposed to be having, you know, it's not supposed to be a three-hour lecture. Right. And, it, you know, we can always go and get a bite to eat after uh, the gym or we can hang out. Uh, you know, we can hang out in the locker room and talk and stuff like that. But when you're actually working out, and I know for me, I work out to a time schedule. Yes. It's, uh, I want to take a certain amount of time between each set. And, right. Um, you know, and, and that's something that uh, we wanted to touch base on. And I think we kind of skipped over it, which is uh, I didn't really know how to work out when I started. So we go back to education. And I know we each have some philosophies that we're going to talk about later. Yes. But the important thing is to educate yourself, and you can kind of do that on the internet. You can find some uh, some resources and pick a philosophy that works for you. Mm-hmm. Try different things. Try Experimentation different things. Yeah. is is a really really good way to go, right? Because that way, you can you know you'll find you'll stumble upon something that you know works for you, right? And then you can commit to it for a while, see how that goes. Yeah. And as you know, as recommended, you're supposed to like you know switch your workouts. Yeah, you know, yeah, preferably. Keep, uh, I mean, six weeks, but you, you can do nine. You, okay, so you can, yeah, you can do nine, ninety days. Right. I think at the maximum, and then you switch it up a little bit. Yeah, add a new uh, new exercise in or something like that. Yeah, but something the, like that. One thing is is to spend some time and educate yourself. That way, you feel you get a plan when you're going in. You're not just standing there looking at all this new equipment, going, "What do I do?" Because that can uh, stop you from uh, going again. Because you're like, "That was just too intimidating. I really didn't like that experience." Yeah, true. Whereas if you go in with a plan and you know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're a lot more confident. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I know for a lot of people, too, that I've talked to, I call it the baseball complex. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. So outside of the actual, like, weight room or you sure. know, the the, yeah. the fitness uh, studio or whatever it is, boxing gym, outside of that space, there's also the locker rooms, okay? Because mm-hmm. that's another re- that's another oh, place yeah, 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 where, yeah, you know, there's yeah, some things yeah. that can happen in there yeah. that are definitely no, I'm deterrence. glad you brought that up. I, I totally okay. forgot about this guy. Now, it's unfair. I mean, in some ways, it's unfair to bring this up because it's a locker room. It is a locker room. And we've all been there. And there's no escaping this. No. But uh, naked guy. Naked guy. A little bit too comfortable. Too comfortable you know, being naked dude that is perhaps a an avid nudist in his uh, free time in his free time yeah and is now feel you know feeling a little bit too free yeah you know it's very interesting because <laughs> i don't i don't like i don't talk to people in the locker room i i feel like i'm just in there and i want to get out and change and do that but some people they, they're more comfortable with their bodies right and yeah. they to me they tend to be older gentlemen which I can see that. You get yep. to a certain age and you're like, you know what? I've been wearing clothes for 60 years. You know, and, uh, I got to admit, I'm just, I'm kind of looking forward to that level oh, sure. of freedom. Oh, yeah. Just and, not caring anymore. You know, yeah. There's, there's this, 
carefree, mm-hmm. you know, nature, you know, to all these older folks that, uh, you know, one day. Yeah, one one day, this. one day we'll be there. Although I hope I'm never like naked guy at the gym having conversations with people. No, that's the part I want to skip. That, yeah. that and probably others, but you know. Well, and, and that's the thing; it can keep people from going back to the gym. You're like, that was a weird experience. My, uh, oh, yeah, totally, man. What? Okay, so just don't look directly at it. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's de- the key. Definitely don't do that. Just notice that it's in your peripheral vision, right? Be polite. Only. And then move on. Only. You can be aware. Only keep awareness of its proximity to you. Yes, that that that. If anything, you, that's important. <laughs> it's also important to uh, have a reason to leave, right? So, uh, got to be back at work. That's a good one. You can use that. My cat needs a bath. Cat needs a bath. It's, that's an important one. It's like my favorite one. Dog needs uh, fed. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, my girlfriend's warming up the car. There's there's a few ones you can use, but have like some ready to roll so that you can get out of uh, the situation from having a prolonged conversation in the locker room with a naked guy. True that. It's important. All right. So let me talk a little bit about the baseball complex because we've run into a few people like this. I didn't actually um, have this issue, but I call it that because there are people, and and I think about a particular movie where sort of your dad makes you play baseball when you're a kid. Yeah. And just ruins the fun of it by making it so important that you do it really well. When you get to your own level of making your own decisions, right? you don't play baseball. Like for me, it was fishing, right? So my uh, stepfather uh, made me go fishing so often, and I'm good at it. I know how to do it, uh, you know, fillet the fish, all kinds of stuff, right? Okay. But you don't ever catch me going fishing because it ruined the fun of it for me. And as soon as I was able to make my own decisions – I said, you know what? I don't like to fish. That's for the birds. That's for the birds, right? Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's plenty of situations sure, like that. You right? Know. And, and what I wanted to say was this isn't one of those situations. So let's say your dad or, or an uncle or somebody like a coach, maybe you had this negative impression of working out because of some stuff that happened to you when you were much younger. And what I'm telling you is that Working out is not really an option. Like, you're going to have to be physically active in some manner or some form. And I wanted to urge people to to release that, right? To talk about it with somebody. Because that can be a real issue with people, right? Right. Um, yeah, for you know, sure. To, to push past that, to find your own comfort level with working out. Like, you don't have to go try to be Arnold. You don't have to go run 12 miles. Mm-hmm. But being able to break a sweat... And have a little bit of cardiovascular health. Right. And doing some strength training are immediately going to benefit you. Immediately going to benefit your health. Going to allow you to live longer, live healthier, live happier. That's why we emphasize this so much. Going to the gym for us is not about looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Both of us realize that we are not going to look like that. But what we do know is we love going. We are healthier for it. And when we're 70 and we're still able to move around, that's all going to be because of this effort that we put in now. Right. And I guarantee you, everybody wants to live a long and happy and healthy life. Mm-hmm. And working out is crucially part of it. Now, so is emotional stability and so is having a good uh, career and a job, all those things. But I want to just urge anybody that's suffering from what I call the baseball complex to push past that and to recognize the importance of physical activity and to find their comfort level with it at some place. So what about guys that uh, 
you know, they have injuries. People, guys, gals, you know, whoever, right? Yeah. So not, in, not perhaps not something, you know, you an injury that you uh, sustained, you know, while at the gym. Or it could be that. Whatever mm-hmm. the case is, yeah. you have an injury. Yeah. And you're trying to, you know, get into a new fitness regimen or, what you know, something like that. Yeah. Then, uh, that's an important what? consideration because I came in. I know you have some game. experience with that. I have a couple. Yeah. And... <clears throat> there are ways to work around them. So I recognize um, some of my issues and some things that uh, that I injured when I was much younger. Well, there's exercises that I can do. Like there's some that I can't, but there's some that I can, and I find a way to work those muscle groups in another way. Uh, legs can be difficult for me sometimes, So, and I have, I have bad knees. Like I, I have a weird uh, pattern, a weird hand pattern on my legs because every time I run, I have to wear knee braces. And and that's just a fact of uh, some some stuff that happened when I was younger. So you, there's a way to work around those things. Don't let it dissuade you. Like I came in with a, a shoulder issue that I'd had a long time ago. Yeah, shoulder issues are horrible too. Yeah. You don't realize how bad they are until you just try to go and do any workout. Yeah. yeah. But what's cool is I started slow uh, this time around uh, with that shoulder. And now because the muscles around that particular area – are, are much, uh, I guess, bigger would be the word, much stronger. I don't really have an issue with it anymore. Plus, uh, like with a rotator cuff issue, there are targeted exercises that you can find to strengthen that area. And over time, and it takes time, right? it gets stronger, you get more comfortable, you recognize your limitations, you work around them, and then it's not an issue anymore. You've, you've built it into your routine. You know who you are. And you find over time that the muscles around the areas which you're injured, they, uh, they compensate. Right. And it doesn't become an issue. But there are people with like real structural at, limitations. At least in the short term, it's not an issue. But then right. over time, it, you know, it causes that domino effect. Mm-hmm. Because now, you're, you know, you're, yes, they're compensating because that's what they're naturally meant to do. Right. But, you know, that can cause other injuries. Well, it can, but like in my case, I don't. It hasn't because I've also been working out that rotator cuff. Right. Right. So I haven't just, you know, I. I exactly. So at least you're doing something. Yes, I, to, I address, address it. the issue. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you don't address it, yeah, then you can overcompensate in a bad way. Right. But I mean, in a good way, um, you can work around it. Your body will figure out a way to right. to work around it. Right. You just want to make sure that it figures out uh, the way and the the way that you want. And then there are people who all respect to i there is a, a lady that goes to our gym you know and she rolls in there in a wheelchair and she gets it as best as she can right and everybody kind of helps her out a little bit when she needs it right most of the time that she doesn't and she's trying to stay as physically active as she can because even if you never build any kind of muscle working out has been proven to be so good for your brain like <coughs> avoiding um Bless you. Avoiding you. Alzheimer's, avoiding senility, those kind of things. Oh, absolutely. Man. It's been shown that keeping your body active is just as important as keeping your brain active. Because your brain is controlling your body. I mean, that's uh, part of what it does. Um, that's why, you know, they actually consider uh, the ability of athletes to move in certain ways is a type of intelligence. So you're saying that working out is important. Highly important. Like we said, you know, the human body was always meant to move. In the past, we found ourselves, you know, doing this naturally every day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, having to, you know, go out, you know, chop wood, you know, for to keep warm. Yeah. Uh, going out to gather supplies, you know, hunting, whatever it is, right? Yeah. You know, we, we've we've always kept uh, in the past, 
we were a lot more active. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? people just lived way more active lives than they do today. Exactly. Like working at a desk all day was just not really something that very few people did at all. No, that came with the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely something important to do. I mean, you know, I don't think that was ever in question. No. But, you know, just to explain why, it's because that's how our bodies are really conditioned to be in in a state of movement. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that saying, you know, you uh, use it or lose it. And it's true. Yeah, so true. And especially as you approach, uh, you know, the Middle Ages, you know, if you allow yourself to drop off at that point, it's very hard to get back. True that. You know, and that's why uh, it's... uh, a commitment that I have to not let that happen as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And and that provides the motivation for me to go every day. Plus, I've gotten to where I just love uh, the physical exertion. It's it's very important to me. <laughs> why, why, why did that have like, like some semi-dirty vibes to it? Well, you know, I want to look at my shirt off. I mean, <laughs> it's not like the main <laughs> issue, <laughs> but, but it's an issue. It's an issue. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, you that's know, cool. I mean, I'm honest about it. Like, I remember we talked about it. Like, Honesty is important. Re- revenge on on an ex, you know, the, the the good kind of revenge, not like I'm sitting outside your house and I'm gonna slash tires. I mean, like, you know, I'm gonna look as good as I can, and then I want you to see me look that good. That's a that's a motivating factor that I think uh, people can use, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that that's exactly what got me started this time around. Like I said, I almost ended up with the motorcycle and a few tattoos. Which is not really me. Uh, but, you know, the working out part of it became something that I really enjoyed and I've always really wanted to dive into. And, and now I have the ability and the time and um, the wherewithal to, to do what I want to do. And I'm very thankful for it. And I don't let it go to waste. And so all these things that we've talked about this evening are excuses that we, at some point in our lives, use to keep ourselves out of the gym. And I and I look at it this way. So if you think, what if I'd started working out five years ago, right? What if I'd started working out 10 years ago? And you may see a guy in a gym who's obviously been there for like 10 years or a lady right. at the gym, yeah. you know, who's been there for a long time. And you think, man, if only I had started when they did, or if only I'd started when they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look at it this way. Yeah, right? but that's that shoulda, coulda, woulda, though. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can start that tomorrow, my yep. friends. Yes. Tomorrow can be your day that three to four years from now, you look back on and you're like, that's when it started. Yep. And yeah, it was difficult and I was sore and I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really know all these guys that are now my super good friends. I didn't know the lady at the front desk that uh, I now hang out, have Thanksgiving dinner with. Right. You know, I didn't have any of that. And I certainly didn't look and feel this good. But what I did do was what brings success every time. I just kept going. And nothing that happened allowed me or gave me, I didn't take it as an excuse or reason to stop. Right. So this, this can be in any aspect of your life. But staying physically healthy is so important. Five years from now, you can literally be a different person. You can look different. You can eat different. You, you can have this new way of life. And along the way, you're going to learn so much and you're going to enjoy yourself so much that it's yeah. not, you're not even going to think about it that way. Because in six months, you'll be different. In a year, you'll be different still. Yeah, absolutely. And, and none of that happens if you don't start, if you don't overcome all of those excuses, all of those reasons that are sometimes very valid to not go and start. Just do it. Just start. 
just begin. I couldn't run a block two years ago. Hey. And today, I could, like, if I had to right now, I could go run If you had miles. to right now, you could totally just take off yeah. and run for, you know, a couple hours. At, at least a couple hours. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. Every Sunday when you take off to go on your runs, right? I'm at the house getting mm-hmm. ready to go and uh, pick up, you know, our clients and stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, the last time I saw this dude was like hours <laughs> <laughs> ago. And I won't see him again until I get back. It's, uh, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. You know? And uh, I'm glad that I took a second to not let you yeah, give up. Yeah, that's how it started. Like, ladies one and time. gentlemen, you got to know how it happened. Adrian actually ran more than me, and we we got invited to do the Colvax Marathon Relay, which I urge everyone to, to do if they've never done it. And I was going to have to run, at the beginning, four miles, right? I still smoked cigarettes on a regular basis. I did not run at all. And we just started. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is a good time to stop smoking and to uh, to run. So we started I couldn't run a mile. I couldn't run a block. And we went running one time, and I stopped, and Adrian kind of kept going. And then I, you know, run and stop and run and stop. So the next time we go, we get to about the same place on the run, and Adrian and I go to stop, and he just, like, grabs me by the shirt, and he's like, no. Like, no, just keep running. Like, I know you want to stop. Just keep running. And I did, and I've never looked back. Because that's the key. I just just did what I thought was the right thing because – you know, prior to us running together, I didn't have anyone there to, you know, to do that for me. Right. And that's what I knew I would have, you know. Yeah, I and I remember you talking about it. Yeah. You know? Was this this idea where, you know, it gets to be painful and you're not used to that level of physical exertion and you think, oh, I need to stop. You don't. Right. I mean, if you experience a sharp pain or something, sure, go ahead and stop. But if you just think you're out of breath, just keep running. And then we, we kept running because we had a goal, which was to get to this four miles. It ended up I had to run the six-mile portion. I did it, and I could have stopped then, but I didn't. I, I went from six miles to seven miles to eight miles to on and on. And then my goal was to run, you know, 13.1, and I accomplished that. And that's when I realized I don't have to stop here. Yeah, man. You know? And so every, you know, and, and I don't always go out and try to push it. Because it, it gets to be taxing. Like, I got to tell you, when you're up there in the middle teens, it becomes a different operation. Like things that have been rubbing <laughs> together for two hours, you just don't think about. Like stuff that rubs together for two hours begins to chafe. Right. And uh, and then you realize that why runners, long distance runners have special equipment and all these things that they do that you don't really need if you just run like five or six miles become <laughs> becomes mandatory at like 12 and above. Um, but it was a journey that started so simply that anybody could do it. And now I get people who give me kudos and they're like, wow, that's amazing. But it really just began with some willpower and and some want and digging deep. But those, I remember those days when like two and a half miles, three miles was killing me and I just didn't stop. And then the next time I went out, I could run a little bit further, run a little bit further. Next thing you know, and the journey still continues. I'm not where I want to be. And hopefully I never am. I'm, I don't think you're ever supposed to reach that carrot. The carrot's always in front of you, and you're always trying to do a little bit more. And as long as you keep that attitude about anything that you do, you continually get better. You continually strive. And it's in the striving, right? It's in that moment. Because even now, when I'm on like mile nine, 
and it's cold and it's windy. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I ran nine miles. I could stop. Who even knows? Nobody's even watching me. Man, do you remember the mantra? You can slow down. Yep. You can speed up. Mm -hmm. But you don't stop. But you don't stop. That's the case. Believe it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we just we're breaking the rules. We're breaking the rules. One of the rules was no talking about politics, religion, and no singing. And no singing. Yeah, you don't want to hear me sing. Although it's so funny, I think I can. He came to the realization that I couldn't sing well. Yeah, on one of our test podcasts. Let's not go back to that one. But really, not stopping is the key. But what's awesome is it's in that moment when I want to stop and I don't, that I when I'm back at home and, and I'm drinking like a protein shake and I'm worn out, mm-hmm. I got that. Only I'm the only one that knows. I'm the only one that knows that at mile nine and a half, everything that was going through my head tells me, you should stop. And I didn't stop. And what do you know? I did 15 miles. Yeah. And there's no, wasn't any ribbons or anything waiting for me when I got home, but I did it for me. Yeah. And you should do it for you. Absolutely. Everybody should do this for themselves. And what was cool is it, feel, it felt just as good to push through mile 0.5 to get to mile one as it does now to push through mile 9.5 yeah. to get to 10, 11, 12. It's the same feeling. It's and it can be the same feeling for you. It's you, all about the journey. You will have accomplished something. It's all about the journey, man. It is. It really is. It's in the striving. And it's Anything the that's worth having is going to you know, involve oh, yeah. some kind of journey. And, Absolutely. You know, that, that's where the juice is, man. That's true. And I wanted to just encourage everyone who's listening not only to follow us, right? I want you to follow. I want you to go to the website. That's the number two. That's the word teach and the number one dot com. I want you to check us out there. I want you to look at us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all this stuff, right? And that's yeah, whatever you listen to po- uh, podcasts, let's look. For, you know, yeah, and that's the out. number two, the word teaching, the word one, right? But beyond that, I want to encourage you to get in there, to get in the fight, to start or to continue with your fitness regimen, your your personal goals, the desires that you have for your life, and I want you to get in there and I want you to do them because everybody has something about them that is amazing. And you know what it is. You know what you love to do. I want you to do it. I want you to tell us about it. I don't want to hear just about your fitness goals. I want to hear about your life goals. I want to hear about maybe you don't want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to start a film. Maybe you want to uh, travel the Nile. Maybe you want to do something that I've never even heard of, but you're going to be super good at it. I want to hear about it. I want to know that there are people out there accomplishing great things. And I hope that just listening to this podcast gives you a little bit of encouragement. I know sometimes we're super funny, and I love to be funny. I love the, the, the silly characters and things like that. But what I really want is for people to get something out of this where they leave, they take off the headphones, they put down the iPad, mm-hmm. and they get out there and they accomplish something for themselves. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the word weapon. <laughs> I get excited. I'm passionate about people. Yeah, once 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 it gets into the mode, I just sit back. <laughs> you know, I've come to terms with you know the fact that uh, uh, I'm just here to hang out. I just lend a support, really. You know, it, it, it'll be a little bit you know crazy if he just came and spoke you know to himself, <laughs> although he's capable. <laughs> it's somewhat true. 
Yeah, that's somewhat true. But none of this this podcast doesn't happen if Adrian didn't get me off the couch in the same way. Where he's like, no, we're doing this. And I'm like, well, you know, we're not quite blah, blah. He's like, no, we're going. We're doing it. And so. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I like to talk. And it's something that like, I always tell Adrian, it's so funny because uh, the place in most people's heads where like directions are, like east, west, north, south, that kind of thing. Uh, just words. This is words there. Um, like I, somebody the other day was asking me what, what direction something was. And I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you. Do you want me to describe it to you? Because I could describe it to you. <laughs> Would you like to know the history of the thing? But what direction it's pointing in? I don't have a clue. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Everybody's got strengths. Everybody's got weaknesses. True that. All right. I think we're running, um, into our, uh, yeah. our overtime. Yeah, we're definitely running into the overtime, but, uh, huh. you know, just to kind of bookend this thing, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't and should do things. Yeah. At the end of the day, it has to make sense for you. You know, don't give up on yourself. No. You know, things that are good typically come at a price. Yeah. Although in the end, uh, they're, you know, they're definitely worth it. Absolutely. So we hope you got something out of this discussion. Yeah. Please let us know. Next week. Uh, yeah. Please let us know. You know, find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram primarily. We also yeah. have a Twitter account. Um, all that can be found on the website. And that is? To teach one. To teach one. That's the number two and number one dot com. Absolutely. Well, so next week we're going to com- come back with uh, part two of the cancer uh, discussion in uh, episode three. Absolutely. We spoke about how cancer affected us. So cancer from our perspective. Um, this is go- uh, um, is going to be episode six. Episode six, we're at episode six already. Is that is that true? That's amazing. I just said absolutely like four times in a row. I'm gonna go for five. Absolutely true, Adrian. Hold on, hold on. So is it, is it really gonna be episode six? This is episode five. Okay, yeah. So episode six is going yeah, to be. Yeah, we have some some uh, fantastic things coming up. We talked about it last episode, but we're about to just really dive into this thing and do some uh, amazingly fun things. Yeah, we're gonna you know get into some uh, good partnerships and bring some uh, different content to everyone. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. In the planning stages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is uh, also a journey that we're in the middle of still. True that. It's great. Um, so I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to us ramble on for about 45 minutes. Hopefully you got something out of it. Ramble. Ramble on. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I was about to start singing some Zeppelin. It's, uh, yeah. All right. And with that, we're just going to end this. All right. Thanks to everyone. And uh, we're going to try and make our way home safely now. All right. Well, my name is Aaron. This is To Teach One. I'd like to say thank you and goodbye. My name is Adrian. Peace.